Shit, no good motherfucker. Jack Robbins, you're no good motherfucker. You didn't have balls to take your fucking eight ball of coke over the border. But I take it for you. And we get over the border, and you just give me a little bit of fucking your coke. You didn't spread, you didn't spread, you didn't give me half and half. Jack Robbins, you're no good motherfucker. Now, that was the Iron Sheik, one of our um, returning and uh, most, I think, beloved guests that we've had on the program. Uh, you're listening to the podcast. This is Matthew Clark, Michael Biscardi. Later on, we'll be joining on Tech Corner with uh, Chris Hotwalker. But first, Michael, I got to give it to the Sheik. He uh, he gave me exactly what I wanted. You know what? What makes Iron Sheik so much different from all of his peers in the WWE? Do you know? He's still alive. Yeah. The man is like almost 80 years old. He's still alive. Of all those guys, I would think he would be one of the first to go just because of his age and the, the damage on his body alone. That's the thing. Maybe there's something about Persian bones and blood. I think so. I think you there's know? something. Yeah, I the, think there's something. All the there. juice and all the, the blow. Uh, he's even like a chain smoker. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming on, Cheeky Baby. Um, I love his clips. Um, I, I, his isolated clips are internet gold. Uh, if listeners, if you just want to Google Iron Sheik clips or on YouTube or whatever, right? Anything Stern is, is brilliant. There's nothing like him. Yeah, the Stern stuff's gold. Like uh, you have but, no idea if the man is actually genuinely um, believing that people are attacking him on the air, or if he's just playing yeah, along. Show. I don't know. It's amazing. It's pure gold. Uh, but I do want to get into the trending topic this weekend is, of course, the uh, strike on, uh, in Iran of one of the um, top leaders. Um, of course, on Thursday, this happened. And uh, I think I never heard of this guy, but it's probably a good thing that he's dead. Right. Here's he, the question. He's a baddie. And. uh it's been in several headlines. Was this airstrike against General Soleimani an assassination? Well, Bernie Sanders certainly thinks so. This, this was an assassination, and it was uncalled for. So uh, I guess it is an assassination, but is that a bad thing? Well, assassination is the killing of a political leader. Right. Was he political or was he military? I don't well, think... he was uh, he was both. He was, I mean, the guy was a terrorist. Let's look up his credentials. I mean, he um, it's not like a general is a noble thing in a lot of countries as it is here. I mean Right. Uh, not for nothing. <laughs> I have friends in Italy that told me in Italy, if you know somebody, you could be a full bird colonel. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. And then this guy's years of service long Long career, 1979 to 2020. I mean, Gaddafi was military. Uh, he was a political leader. Um, Saddam Hussein was, uh, I guess, a self-imposed general. And yeah. the Fuhrer. I do think it's funny when they, when uh, you know, world leaders in the past and dictators just assume the position of general. Right. You know, you always see like Kim Kim Jong Un in North Korea, with like yeah. generals, and they're all laughing and smiling and posing for pictures. And it's like that guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. But the guy supposedly here's what what I found 
kind of fascinating. Yeah, so, what you what you what you find? So he was during the the war on ISIS. He was working with the Iraqi forces to push back the, the militants from ISIS. Now I don't think that was to um, to assist the Allied forces. That was clearly just to get everybody out of his way because they wanted that country, which is obviously what they did here because right. they uh, yeah, they attacked an embassy. Now an embassy attacking an embassy is an act of war. We could have easily gone to war. Uh, after September 11th, 2012, when I was in Afghanistan with uh, the with the Libyans, I mean that's an that's an act of war. You uh, attacked an embassy, threatened American lives, diplomatic lives. Um, it's an act of war. Certainly, there was nothing about this that was um, unwarranted. The Democrats today, Schmuck Schumer in particular, was claiming. Maybe we have a clip of it. He got on the Senate floor as they were opening up. Oh the, yeah, you know the the weekly Senate proposal or whatever you call it when they come back from the winter break and they say, okay, here's what we're going to talk. So they talked about a little bit about the hearings, um, yeah, the plan, the plan of the year, and uh, I'm really excited for the State of the Union address in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, but Schmuck Schumer got up there and said nobody should be shedding a tear. For this terrorist. However, the president did not come and talk to whatever the group is called, the Hateful Eight, which I am a part of. The Hateful he didn't Eight. Say any, I forget what they're called. There's something eight. It's a group of eight guys. Um, yeah, no, it's the. Um, I forget what the hell they're called. Right. Um, I, I have questions about the. Uh, see, it's my understanding that the president can authorize military action anywhere in the world without congressional approval for 90 days and also has the authority to assassinate anybody in the world. I don't, from my understanding, based on my knowledge of historical facts, uh, I don't think he needed to get any kind of approval for this. Is that true or am I, am I out of uh, mind? I'd have to research the Constitution, but they'll all say, you know, you have to, this has to go through Congress. It, it wasn't a declaration of war. He's That's the my point. Chief can conduct a strike like that. Is it appropriate to uh, consult your your senators? Yeah, that's what they're there for. But these guys, why should why should he? Why should he give them the time of day after what they're trying to do to him? You know, the yeah. Democrats so preoccupied they won't hand over the articles of impeachment. Uh, it sounds to me like they don't have time for anything else. That's that's their first priority is impeach the president. So why should he? That's the main goal. I do. Th yeah. I, I mean, the war in Iraq was not a declared war. It, it was more of a police action. I don't. Th and the president does have the authority, I know, to, to pretty much kill anybody in the world. We they're haven't not had use that. We haven't had a declared war since World War Two. Right. So I don't. From my understanding, I don't think there was any. Should he have uh, talked to some people? That that's an argument you can have, but I don't. He didn't need to. It wasn't required um, by law or the Constitution to inform people yeah, of not this. That I'm... Um, the guys, let's see. Sure, it's not political career began with. I mean, it's a shame too. You look at it at first glance. He's a smi He's got a smiling picture. Looks like a nice guy. He's just a really, really bad man, Soleimani. Uh, let's see what his political credits were. Uh, he, and there is in, 
1999 student protest. They wrote, Dear Mr. Khatami, how long do we have to shed tears, sorrow over the events, practice democracy by chaos and insults, and have revolutionary patience at the expense of sabotaging the system? Okay, so obviously he was the kind of guy who seized power. If you don't elect him, take it. Here, I have a clip of uh, the the man that was assassinated. Here's him in his uh, personal home uh, three days ago. You don't like my marijuana? You don't like the great diamond marijuana? Get the fuck out of the car. Of course, that was still Iron Sheik. Fuck out the car. Get the fuck out the car. Um, No, 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 Mr. Howard. No, I never say that. The how was the the assassination carried out? Who uh, was it? An airstrike? Yeah, was it it was seals. A drone, it's a drone strike. And um, I was I, I wish I could take credit for this research myself, but I heard it on the way home on talk radio myself. Uh, and an interesting fact. So part of the nine eleven commission revealed that, and I didn't read it. Um, well, I read like parts of it years ago after it first came out it was released to the public but uh, yeah. this is an interesting fact so in 1999 in Kandahar Afghanistan the United States the, the CIA had Kandahar. on on uh, uh, Osama bin Laden yeah and it was completely within their strike zone and they okay. let the guy go why because Bill Clinton didn't think it was a good idea to be doing that and we got a new president right now. We got a new president that doesn't fuck around. He's not playing games with these people. He's not second guessing. But at the same time, he's he's able not playing to, games. He's able to avoid wars. Right. Yeah, I, I like the not playing games part. You shouldn't play games with these people. If you have the chance to kill a known terrorist, take it. And it doesn't cost lo- American lives. These drone strikes are so effective, and people keep testing us. Uh, and what does Barack Obama do? He gives them a nuclear deal to allow them to manufacture these weapons of mass destruction. Well, not anymore. After the course of it, it in the, the nuclear deal, I guess, it, it allowed them to, uh, ma- not manufacture, search for uranium, produce uranium, whatever. And then after... Right. Uh, like 10 years time I think it was then they could it would basically there was a statute of limitations then it would expire and then they could build the nukes and you know by that time they would have enough uranium to destroy the world so to me not a good yeah deal. it was a bad deal not a good deal the um, the precision strikes from the drones uh, I was reading up are very are so precise um, it almost in, in certain missions, it almost uh, stops the need for um, aircraft. I mean, you're always going to need fighter pilots and fighter jets, but it's so uh, quick and precise. It's amazing, the, the, the saving of uh, the American life, uh, the cost that that prevents. It's, it's pretty incredible. You know, there's, uh, there's all these articles. That they're really polarizing. Some of them... Of course, they're probably so far left or they're foreign, you know. Um, What's that? All these headlines. Killing Soleimani was worse than a crime, and that's in the Atlantic. The Atlantic. Before. Business Insider. Why neither Bush nor Obama killed Iranian General Qasem Soleimani? (laughs) 
Uh, not a fan of either president, but um, you know, not for nothing. This it, that would have been a preemptive strike on a guy, and you, you know, you have to wait till your enemy draws first blood. We killed him because he he was part of a coup. Right. He attacked the embassy. And he was. I saw Rambo. I get it. And, uh, so I, you can't just assume it was different. Osama bin Laden in 1993 bombed the uh, the World Trade Center, and in 1998 bombed the U.S. Uh, the USS Cole. It was warranted right. to strike him when we found him. But yeah. this guy had to, like I said, draw first blood. Was just, he drew first blood. I was just looking for some place to eat. No? <laughs> some place to eat. Get out of town. We don't like your kind here in Holiday Park. Remember when I was back at Bragg? <laughs> Rambo. Did you see? Uh, did you see the latest Rambo? No. Last Blood. No. People, seen. it got shit all over by the critics, of course. But I watched it. It gives you everything you want to see in Rambo. Um, ah. You can't. You can't. Go, you have to go in there with an open mind and just be like, it is what it is. Right. It's not as good as the first one, but it's. It's Stallone just did, killing cartel did, dealers. And you're like, this is you, great. What? Oh, that's the new blood. It's the cartels. Yeah, Ram- he goes to Mexico. 73-year-old. Okay. Actually, I would see that. That sounds interesting. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's human traffickers and stuff, and it's just okay. him, like, killing people. Yeah, that's it, cool. We need that's to all see an American hero doing something like that, even if he's 73 years old. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I thought that two popes was a brilliant film. Why? It was a great performance and a oh, great yeah. narrative. Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah, yeah, I gotta watch I'm that. Worse than that film. It's a good show. I'm gonna watch it's it. Good, that good might movie. be this weekend's, uh, this weekend's material. Uh, Happy well, New Year, by the way. This is the first show. Yes. This is the first show of 2020. If you remember, you were in Times Square. Times Square! Uh, four years ago, for the podcastle. What did you guys do this... Uh, this past uh, old Lang Syne. I was stag. I went out to dinner. Um, Mrs. is out of town still. Uh, she'll be coming back probably next weekend. Good. And so I went out, but I was so Karen, get me a beer. I, I was so tired. I was in the city just during the day. Oh, yeah. Taking care of business. And... It's good business. The Cadillac Limited Service in Delaware. It's good business. Good business. Good business. Don't buy a bunch of juice. So I was uh, in the city and I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you. I do not want that. I do not want that. So um, I, I leave the city around, I don't know, Four in the afternoon, come out to the island, and you know I was just so drained. It was just so oh, much. Yeah, that'll do it. You know, from Texas and then back to New York, and having to go into the city, and and then coming out, finally coming home, the long schlep home. It's a lot I of gum. So, it's a lot of gum. Quite crazy. And by probably nine o'clock, I'm still out at dinner, and I was gonna go to a, a New Year's party. Um, Hosted by the Property Owners Association. They sent out an invite for all the members. And I said, all right, um, that sounds like fun. But I was just so damn tired. And yeah. uh, I didn't fall asleep before 12. But 
I was um, I wasn't celebrating. Had my wine with dinner, and I got two bottles of champagne that are still in my refrigerator. One bottle is actually like three years old now, from when I was I picked it up in champagne. That's okay. Um, I didn't open it, so uh, yeah, I got home, sat around, and you know, as soon as the ball dropped, that was it. You know, I just I I just don't go crazy for New Year's. Nobody ever follows through with a resolution. They forget it by February. No, that's Uh, why I don't do them. It's pointless. Just right. I'm also not a bad person where I need to like change things. Like there's vices I have where I should like stop doing it as much. But I'm not like a piece of shit where I'm like, this year I'm going to go to the gym. It's like, I'm not fat. I'm not ripped, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing okay no, in life. I, keep, I don't need to I, stop. Yeah, I keep telling myself I need to get Invisalign because I want my teeth straightened again. But you know what? I'm probably not going to do that this year. And it doesn't sound so far-fetched, but I've got yeah, so many expenses. I have so many expenses with the house. I don't really have the three grand to piss yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. It's not a priority right now. And your teeth are fine anyway. No, they are. No, they are. The teeth are really good. It's fine. I think they look great. If you're a goalie for the Vancouver Canucks, because they fucking <laughs> suck. Where are you from? <laughs> Liverpool? Liverpool? <laughs> you, you go to the football match? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're good. But, but yeah, it's like the resolutions are hilarious, though. And I love when people preach on yeah. uh, New Year's Eve and they're like, you know, this year, let's all work kinder to each other. It's like, why don't you just do that already? And um, I don't know where, where, if you, where, where you watch the ball drop, but the feed I watched on L.A., and anyone I spoke to about this confirmed, they, somebody fucked up. The, the countdown was not on the screen. They counted down. You could see the ball dropping, but they didn't have they the clock. They didn't have the numbers, right? Yeah. And I, I said to Jen, I said, somebody right now, is getting screamed at. Oh some, yeah. Some some at intern or some tech assistant is getting fired right now because right. somebody's looking at this and going, "Where the fuck is the clock?" And I thought, and the clock's not a big deal to me, but it's like you like to see that on the screen, uh, right? And I'm like, it's not there. It was the CNN feed. It was Anderson Cooper and somebody of else. That's why we call him Anderson Blooper. Blooper. There was no clock. He was too worried about his hair. Didn't have time to <laughs> right. concern himself so, with the clock. Kind of a big deal, though, right? Yeah, twenty twenty is a big year. I mean, it's it's a new decennial. We have uh, a census coming up in April. We have it's tw- it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Walters would say, right? Um, we have, that's a funny. I brought yeah. Barbara Walters. This is twenty twenty. This is twenty twenty. Uh, you know, a lot of um. A lot of stuff already going on the first day into the year. So I, I expect big things big to news. come. Um, really big. <laughs> Kurt Mr. Douglas Hughes. is now in his 103rd year of life. Oh, isn't that amazing? Uh, how, how are you doing, Mr. Hughes? Big night. Sadly, we lost some good people in 2019. Yes. Yeah, there, there has... Yeah, the the in memoriam, um, I was looking at the other day. Good. Yeah, I was getting some scratchy feedback. Oh, that's just the way I talk now. It's those years of abuse. Um, we're gonna bring in in a few minutes our uh, tech buddy Chris Hutwalker. He's gonna tell us once and for all 
some how new year's hack. hacks how to hack the snes classic for all for you guys to understand at home and also i did get a wireless nes classic controller um somebody gave it as a gift i didn't actually spend money on this but you can sit in your chair and reset it from the controller so you never have to get up it's been the bane oh of my, my god i gotta get that i haven't played the nes classic but uh, yeah some new year's hacks i think is a really good new way year's to hacks. kick a positive way to kick off new 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 technology to uh lie cheat and steal because hut walker i think was responsible for controlling the drone that killed that terrorist so he's a, no i can't back that up but that would be some good news <laughs> i did uh before we bring him on though i want to ask about when you watch the show yeah uh are you glued to the tv because i'm just kind of it's kind of background fodder for me i'm not really um, like hey let's watch this commentary the commentary sucks on new year's it always has the music always sucks. Yeah. It really does. It's never... I mean, oh, once in a while, it's alone, okay. for God's sakes. This guy oh. is so lucky that he... Ha- I think he's talented. Um, I don't like his music, but I, he's talented. You know, I think Justin Bieber's a talented kid that I can't stand. But if this kid right. wasn't in music, he'd be nothing... He looks like the Aryan inmates or, or the... Um, the Mexicalis that we had in the yard when I worked in the penitentiary. He looks like a scarecrow. He's got so much ink. Yes. He looks like a scarecrow eating a bicycle chain. That's how. That's what Post Malone looks like. He looks like a scarecrow. Yeah, exactly. The teeth. Um, it, it's it, he. He went on just before I think he he went on for that performance. He he wanted to get a new tattoo and he got it on his face. Very classy. These tattoos are, are, are so incredibly stupid. Yeah, I'm not, oh, yeah. not tattoos at all. I, you know, I do not knock ink. No, but, no, not nor I. But not not on the face. Putting that's, it on the palm of your hand is stupid. Putting it on your face is stupid. Yeah, because it's never going to go away. You're going to be an old man, maybe. But um, yeah, yeah um, post but he, he just looked ridiculous. Yeah, he's he's not a good looking dude. No. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break right now, and we're going to return with some hacks for 2020 that you all can try at home. It's Michael Biscari, Matthew Clark. Stick around. We will be right back. We're going to bring on Chris Welcome now, someone I met through my insatiable past, and Orla Dicks. <laughs> Orla Dicks. Insatiable past. Catchphrase tonight is your insatiable past. Uh, Insatiable. How'd you know it was me? I deduced it. Yeah, I deduced it. I deduced it. You're looking older. Looking older. I deduced it. I, you know what I watched the other night that doesn't hold up? It was on TV. I didn't. I didn't search for it, but Varsity Blues was on. I don't want Yola. Yola. But it's so funny to watch that movie. Like it's 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 enjoyable. I know. But it's such an MTV movie. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. It, like literally, it was. My boy's giving you trouble. My, I was just gonna quote that. My boy's giving you trouble. Oh no, they just kids. No, they stole a police car. That's uh, you don't just sweep that under the rug. It's like, well, they're just boys. No, you stole. A police car. That's a felony. It's not just any football. It's high school football. I love football when it's pure. This is pure. <laughs> Who cares about Bud Kilmer and his fourth state title? I do. <laughs> I 
I do, Box. He treated me like a son. Lance is hers. Oh, come on, Billy Bob. Father was a pussy, but at least he followed instructions. Your father was no good town pussy, but at least he listened. Boy, Kilmer Shore is riding his ass. Damn, those boys are having the time of their life out there. Don't you work? Don't you have a job? Why are you watching football all day? Why are you watching high school football? Like, Texas does have, like, the Cowboys. And they had the Oilers at one time. They had the Texans. Which is now kind of funny because in the playoffs are the Tennessee Titans and the Houston Texans. It's hilarious. I don't want your life. I wonder what James Vanderbeek is. I think he lives in Connecticut and just became a family man or something. I met him about four years ago, very quickly at the um, Soho House in West Hollywood. He was waiting for his car, and I was wait- waiting for my car. And he was sitting there. It looks looks mm-hmm. the same. And I said, oh, hey, hey I'm, I'm a big fan. And I'm not. I've only seen that movie. That's the only thing I've ever seen him in. But I'm like, hey, he's oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> I should have said, you know, I really moved out here to be an actor. I wanted to follow you. But the thing is, I don't want <laughs> your life. I don't want your life. <laughs> Uh, the reason I'm an actor, sir, and I live, I'm an actor. I live in Los Angeles. It's because of you. Oh, that's great. I wanted to follow your footsteps, but the thing is, and then I'll trail off and I'll go, what? And I'll go, I don't want your life. <laughs> I have to be corrected, sir. Yeah, corrected. If I may be so bold, sir. <laughs> the impressions are great. You know what I was watching before we uh, we bring on our guest? Yeah. Just because it was on, and it was on a New Year's Day, I guess, closing out the Christmas season, which does officially end on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but Home Alone 1 and 2 were both on, and thankfully they, um, the uh, the network, I think it was AMC, uh, the American movie classics, American, did not American cheese. edit out the president. Good, they shouldn't. It's part of the film. But, Wait, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, yeah, in Canada, uh, scumbag Trudeau, prob- on really? his own, they edited out down the hall and to the left. Well, that's why Canada's where they are. They're focusing on 1992 films and not the economy. Because <laughs> uh, that's, you know, that's making a bold statement. That changes everything. Right. Um, but, yeah. you know, I, the, the movie right. still makes it for me. Uh, oh yeah, it's great. As bad as you know, as cute as Macaulay Culkin was, but he was really bad. Like it was almost as if, yeah, and he was just a kid at the time. But it was almost as if he had to be fed the lines, you know. Oh yeah, with cue cards and you know, one by one, every line it just I'm sounds sure he, so I'm sure he was. Yeah, but this, but this is Christmas. I just get such a kick out of. Well, here you big horse's ass, especially. <laughs> that was just so brilliant they're so stupid that it's just brilliant it, it, it's such a i feel bad for people who didn't grow up having to see that movie and probably don't have any appreciation for it now maybe they do i don't know no they but don't everything down to <laughs> i'm gonna give it to the count of three to get your ugly yellow no good four flesh and carcass out my door what? <laughs> you know, do you know that movie Angels with Filthy Souls Holy and Angels with Filthier Souls? That wasn't a real film. That was just made for the movie. Uh, movie, and, yeah. And it's so funny. It's so bad. But 
Uh, we love you. One cheese pizza. Love. And Tim Curry. A pizza. A pizza. Courtesy of the Plaza Hotel. But that I'm afraid you're mistaken, sir. There are parasites armed to the teeth. Just do brush up. It is awfully cold out there. Cedric, don't catch <laughs> it. I want to know everything there is about that young man. All right, so you're directing someone to follow a child. That's not perverted. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Back in your rooms, there's an insane guest with a gun. You were kissing everybody. Dirty, <laughs> Mo, Lazy Al with the gimpy leg. Clear, Cliff. Oh, Bab. It's not true. <laughs> Chicago accent. But. <laughs> he sounds like the, the woman in the shining. <laughs> it's like the woman in the shining. When I was out of California. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember seeing that though when I was a little kid. That was a pretty freaky scene. It's still a pretty freaky scene. But uh, I remember when I was in California uh, for an army exercise and we uh, had to expel some ammo. So I did that scene. And I think it's on, I think I even put it on Instagram oh, or yeah, something. Well yeah, I, I took my M16 and <laughs> you can't hear that because I didn't have a microphone. No, 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 it's good. Well, we were, yeah, we were firing off blanks, and I just went, one, two. Ah! You know what's cool about those movies, though? At least, the, I mean, the second one is a is a direct copy of the first one. Like, down, the whole script's just right. copied, and they changed right. the characters. But the first one is cool. The set decoration, all of the colors in the house are green and red. If you've noticed, they they it does it does feel very Christmassy. That I first did movie. notice that. Yeah, I did notice that when watching. It's that beautiful house. Uh, it, yeah, use films. Right. I think it's these beautiful brick homes. I have not seen those in Chicago or suburbs. No. Oh, you haven't seen that? They're not. Yeah, it's probably like no, probably like an hour outside of Chicago. Homes. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I mean, obviously, you don't. You know, I. You don't see houses in downtown Chicago. We're certainly not in the south or west side, but um, yeah, or in white the suburbs. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is! He's joining us, ladies. And Hi, gentlemen. guys. All right, let's give a, let's give him a real intro, though. Ladies and gentlemen, the Podcastle hey. is proud to welcome its first guest of 2020, and uh, one of our favorite uh, people in the world. Uh, previous guest. Good friend and uh, tech legend who was responsible for the drone killing on Thursday of uh, the terrorist <laughs> I mentioned. Now, Christopher Hutwelker here oh, with so much, uh, some news. Welcome. You're with Michael and Matthew. You're live. Yay. How are you, sir? Let's hear about 2020 hacks. Yeah what's, yeah, what's happening? What's going on this year? What's, um, the, uh, what's the situation? Uh, um kind of tied into our last conversation about the uh, Super Nintendo hacks. There's the um, that Genesis Mini came out and they just came out with a hack for that this year. That's oh, yeah, is that cool. any good? I heard that was... Uh... It's great. Have if you, you like Genesis it? stuff. I know you guys are what? Nintendo guys, but... Yeah, I've never had They came out, I remember before the, the NES had come out, uh, I was at a GameStop looking for it and I was, you know, um, shooting an arrow into the dark with that one, but uh, oh, I took yeah. a shot anyway and tried to see if they had an NES. They had only, which I guess was a Sega Mini, but it wasn't HDMI, so it wasn't recommended. Yeah, so they put the out a lot. Of, they put out a lot of really bad ones before, and then after Nintendo kind of struck gold with it, they uh, 
Sega came out and finally put out one. They were licensing out to uh, like Brazilian toy companies before, and they were real bad. So oh, yeah. Sega actually put out an official one now. So, um, so yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's pretty cool. They've been on sale for like fifty bucks or so lately. They got eighty games on it or something. It's a lot, but they just released the hack for that, so you can load it up with whatever you want as well. We've had we've had. And how hard is it to find? Yeah. I think it's pretty. I think you can get it anywhere. Not quite like the Nintendo ones. I was seeing them on sale all over Christmas. So I, I saw one at, at uh, Walgreens, uh, the Sega Mini or whatever, and I just commented on it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's kind of cool." And the guy behind the counter is like, uh, "It's on sale today, forty dollars." I was like, "Why are you trying to upsell me this? I'm not <laughs> like I'm buying I'm buying jewel pods, but I but yeah no I, okay I, I okay guess, okay okay for you thirty nine fifty yeah he was like it was like, it was almost like he owned this. It was almost like a toy store owner from like the fifties. He's like on sale today. Just and he was the guy. I know the guy's name Sam. He is from Brooklyn. The guy's like seventy years old, retired, and just works at Walgreens in like a spare time. And he's like, no, 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 no. Good deal today on this. It's gonna be. He's kind. He's kind of like a Bernie Sanders guy, but not as creepy. And he's like, you know, it's uh. You know, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. I'm like, have you played it? I know you haven't like played this thing. It could suck. You don't even know who I am. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, we had, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? His name's Sam. What's the guy's name? We've had uh, a guest is of ours, it, Keith Carlson, it? in the past. Chris, you know Keith Carlson. He's he's a big gamer. He's talked about that stuff. And I'm just happy he talks about anything besides wiping out of town with an Uzi because that's, <laughs> that's, that's the news you're going to read about that kid unless he keeps playing games. Um, no what was the guy's name at the, who tried to sell you this thing? Sam. I'm known for Coast. Oh, Sam. I'm known for coast to coast like butter and toast. Like butter and toast. <laughs> I'm known for coast to toast like butter. I'm known for, there's, there's going to be a lot of... There's going to be free health care for everybody. And there's going to be jelly donuts. And there's going to be all kinds of great sandwiches. <laughs> and it's going to be about the, the democratic process. Is what we're going to do. You're going to buy the Sega Mini. Um, Look, $39.50. I throw in with your Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sonic Burger. The Sonic Burger. <laughs> Uh, the question that the world has tonight, Chris, yes. is we've spoken about this before, and I've failed multiple attempts at helping Michael Biscardi with this task, hacking yes. the SNES Classic. Now, the problem lies with the hatch key being downloaded, which is is fine. But once the uh, the portal is, you know, uploaded, uh, where does the, one has to get the games from a third party site? Is that correct? Correct. Or me. That's where I fell off too, and you had to dump it down for me in the first run in crayon. Um, <laughs> Michael, is that where this it ran off for you? Is finding the games to like dump in there? It's been that's, so that's long. A... It was just nothing coming up. Like I couldn't drag and click any, so I downloaded the software, and um, I, I guess I'm pretty sure I followed all the instructions correctly. But I guess that's where I, I yeah, I, I fell off. I, I just couldn't do anything. I couldn't action any games into the system. So you told me to like hold on the power button and then do yeah. it again and then hold it for like thirty it's seconds. The whole Jedi and thing. Again, and I kept Yeah, I couldn't get it to work. Maybe uh, I got the NES and the SNES too late that they uh, disabled it became hack proof. No, no, I, no, no, no. I think it'll probably. I think we just have to do a screen share. The last step, though, that Chris sent me was confusing. It said grant him access to bank account information, and all this money was gone the next day. And I just assumed it was part of the hack, uh, <laughs> but it was really weird. Um, yeah, I had to like change that. So security numbers were exchanged. It was. I, I guess that's part of the deal. But Risky hey, business. I. 
I have Jurassic Park on SNES, so it's a small trade-off. Uh, I have my identity stolen. There you go. Uh, uh, so, Chris, Happy New Year. How's the New Year treating you so happy far? Happy New Year. Oh, it's uh, it's all right. I'm doing that uh, stupid dry January thing, so oh, no. pretty boring right that? now. I, oh. Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. You saw me at the at the you're brewery. Tr- it was bad. You're trying I to know. be all healthy. I don't understand. A little that. bit. Trying to decide between being fun or uh, no, you know, that's good. Li- living to see my kids. No, it's so. good. <laughs> so is that a social? Is that a social media challenge? Is it dry January? Is that a real thing? Yeah. yeah. What is that? It started in like the UK in 2014, and it kind of like took off. So a bunch of people, just like a New Year's resolution, you don't drink for all of January, kind of reset oh, things cool. and. And you can switch it up to different months. I've heard. I, I, I two of oh, my yeah. buddies. And what does that leave you for Lent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What does that go? I, I, two of my buddies, Tim. They're both named Tim. Did the thing in November. They just didn't drink all month. Okay. And my yeah, question to them was, and I applaud you know being healthy and all that, but I just thought like, why November? Why is that a month? And they're like, oh, it's just like a decision and i'm like oh because you know over the holidays there's no way in hell you're gonna be able to get through seeing your family without being drunk they're like no nah, that's pretty much it i said okay all right november's an easy month you have off thanksgiving, thanksgiving. yeah i would think you gotta drink through thanksgiving i would think so but january's a good month to do the dry yeah the dry yeah um, we'll see it's only day three yeah but, uh <laughs> new technology chris do you own a drone <laughs> no i don't um what's your, what's your policy on those officially <laughs> um they're, uh, I don't know. I haven't actually really even used one. Um, you know, they're neat. I oh, think, uh, the, uh, I think the kind of related, the big thing this year seems to be like those robot vacuums. You guys have any experience with those? Oh yeah. Like no, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have one, but I know that, uh, I, I, I get incredible reviews from people who bought them. I don't know if they've got any upgrades or something. The, yeah. The our, our wives are Mexican too, so we don't need to vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> the work. I'm just kidding. I'm just being serious. No, um, I am going to put some kind of like a battery pack on her back though and get a remote control. <laughs> and figure this out. That right. actually, no pro. I can, it's great. I could have some fun. Switch and it up. It's good stuff. <laughs> Strap a camera to her. Um, With wireless remote. <laughs> here, here are a list of products that have were discontinued. Here is the death of some technology that disappeared in the 2010s. Um, is that the right way to say that? 2010s? Because yeah. it's never cool yeah. to be like the 2010s, the you know? The teens. Okay, so the iPod, revolutionary in its day. Six weeks of music could be uh, downloaded. Pretty much went to hell after uh, the iPhone 4 came out. They started, you know, just they making it them. disappear. They do still sell the iPods, though. Like uh, Apple, who's buying these things? Like, what market has the iPod? Yeah, I don't know. It might be good for a kid to keep it off the internet and stuff. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. Oh, I guess in so. my kitchen, I got this in I think 2006. It was a Christmas present. Oh, six. It's an iPod Mini, and it. it oh, those are kind of cool. Port. Yeah, it's the same as an iPod. It's just smaller, but um, it attaches to a port with a speaker. So, um, it's practically broken. I don't know why I still have the damn thing, but maybe it'll be worth a, a lot of money like a Teddy Ruxman in 10 years. I don't know. But oh, that's yeah. the only reason I, I think I have. But it doesn't work that well. It doesn't charge. The iPod, by the way, can't be charged. Um, once you pull the thing off, it goes dead. So, you yeah. have to keep it plugged in. You See, know, I, the music I, is 
is as old as you know the decade. Right. Right. Yeah, here's some ju- Quai coming at you. <laughs> right. I, I want to hack a Teddy Ruxpin to replace a cell phone so you can like carry it in public and be like, hold on, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm at the store right now, and you're holding the Teddy Ruxpin. Um, the iPod and the Zune, uh, MP3 players are really what's what has disappeared um, for the most part. Um, Funny you say thing- that because uh, I was trying to get one for my girlfriend for the gym. She has like an old one that stuck with like songs from 2009 on it. Oh yeah. And I went to go buy one. I'm like, uh, they still sell them, but I'm like, nobody even has MP3s anymore. What the, you know, what the hell am I gonna no. do? So I found a little thing that will stream Spotify, but uh, that's just oh, funny. Yeah. I was like, uh, your girlfriend Megan is her name. Yes. Is she Scandinavian? She's a tall, a tall woman. She's very Amazonian. Yes, uh, <laughs> she's Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, Irish, oddly enough. Oh, there you go. Um, AIM Instant Messenger and other instant messengers, oh, Yahoo so Chat, have all disappeared. Uh, MSN, BBM, Yahoo, and AOL. Uh, if you were like us, if you were a teenager in the late '90s or early 2000s, that was like the main form of communication. Yeah. Texting wasn't there yet. There was no right. texting. It was you. You hopped on AIM at school or work, and you—that's how you communicate. I still have an MSN email that I use strictly for junk. You know, if I have to put an email down, it's probably got like seventy-five hundred emails on it right okay. now. I have an AOL one I use for junk, and I log in once at like every three months if I need like an account password reset. Okay. And there's like nine hundred eighty-five right. messages, and it's all like, "Don't miss this chance to get like you know." New Frufenjagen yogurt, something. I'm like, I didn't, okay. And then once in a while, uh, my parents still have this email address associated with me. So they'll be like, we sent you information about your grandmom's funeral. Did you get it? And I'm like, I don't, I, that email address is literally from 1997. Like, the only reason I keep it is for like account spam stuff. That's it. Right. You can email me there, listeners, at mattbacrabs at aol.com. It won't get answered. <laughs> I remember that. It's great. Another uh, thing that has bit the dust technology-wise, Chris, what do you think about these? DVD, DVDs, rentals, blockbuster videos, and DVD players. Yeah. Um, yeah, almost all physical media in general. Uh, you know, I think I was sad at first, and then I had to move and pack all that shit up, and that was real annoying. So now, just give yeah. it to me streaming. I'm, I'm embracing all the or all digital future. Uh, I'm with you. I uh, on the sense that everything I do, and Biscardi, tell me what you think. Everything I watch and do is digital, but I still like having some DVDs in stock because you can't find everything at any second if you want to watch it. Like there might be nights I have all the classics that I'll, all right. the movies I love. I might want to watch The Rock one night or Braveheart, and it's just not anywhere. And I'm like, you know what? I got a, I got the PlayStation. Right. It's being watched. I won't buy new stuff on DVD, but I do like to keep like my favorites in the physical copy. I, th- I think there should be I think they should develop a smart TV that has so much memory that you could take your DVDs, upload them onto the smart TV into a library where every single film that you have on DVD is already in your smart computer. Oh yeah. And you- you know, it'll play like a DVD with the chapters and all that. Um, I just think that look, no, it's a good idea. People don't want to have too much shit in the living rooms, and you know, DVDs. I remember my uncle, who was my late uncle, was a shopaholic, was particularly on uh, on the internet, 
and he <laughs> down <laughs> in his apartment. He had like three bookshelves worth of DVDs and VHS, some that weren't mm. even open. Oh, talk about VHS too, that wasn't even opened yet. Um, Titanic. You know, on VHS. They hang them on their shelves like they're trophies, right? So, I I think that That's funny. Uh, for me personally, the only DVD I keep on display is my fancy Godfather um, box set from like mm. two thousand or whatever it was. Oh, I have that too. The black leather case. Yeah, uh, port, but port, port, port it just takes. Too. Nobody wants to take too much space up because yeah. I don't have the room for all this. And, um, but I, I think it would be a good idea Too to much do space. take all of your DVDs and be able to upload them into a database that you could access them at any time. Right. Because you can do, it you can buy movies and things like memory. that and store it. But if you lose internet access or you disable that account or something, all that stuff could be gone. You actually, you actually can do that, Biscardi. There's a thing called a Plex server. Um, Ooh. So tech you would, hack. You would, there you go. You, you do need a computer okay. to store it on, but you could use a laptop or anything. But they make apps for the smart TVs that will run it. And like you said, you just stick a DVD in, it'll rip it, store it forever, and then uh, you can just stream it to your smart TV, to your any kind of box you have, any kind of like game console or Apple TV or whatever. You can just get the app and uh, stream it. And I don't know. I know people wow. who who do it who uh, are not very tech inclined, but I think we've got to figure out this NES Classic first. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's amazing that you can do that. See? That's why, that's why Chris is an asset. <laughs> to the show <laughs> things like this yeah, step by step the nest classic <laughs> i there is a there is this new thing i've discovered and it's only a matter of time before it gets disabled but people upload full feature films full movies dvd files whatever to google drive and you can search for them online and just search google drive glass or google drive movies and it's a weird loophole because stop it yeah i i've watched so many films on google drive because people up google drive is your personal share drive mm -hmm. and you can make it public so people can find it by searching specifically google drive but they people they can't really take it down because you're not like streaming it for people to watch it's just open to people to stumble upon it so mm. it's like this weird loophole so i found all these like new films on google drive that you just google the term google drive movies and you'll see like libraries of like all these hd quality and you can yeah download. you gave me um glass what's it glass right yeah. It's amazing. It's like this, but it's only a matter of time before. That's funny. I've never heard of that. It's interesting. With fat cats in Hollywood start shutting that down. Uh, R.I.P. as well in the 2010s to plasma TVs and the Ugh. TVs that were like rounded. Remember the TVs that were like curved? Kind of yeah. like curved. Those yep. were never, never a good idea, and they're gone. There's no more. They stopped doing that. Yep. 3D, 3D as well. Can't get a 3D TV anymore. 3D TVs too are a very niche market. They're fun if you watch like Gravity on it. But after once. a while, you're like, yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't my, want to experience every my time. My brother-in-law. Yeah. My brother-in-law did got a, he put a projector together, and it is really amazing. No, that's cool. Um, but yeah, you do want to watch 3D all the time. No, you know. No. We were talking about Woody Allen movies earlier on. It's not like I want to see Hannah and her sisters you know, <laughs> coming at me. <laughs> Chris, were you ever, Huddy? Were you ever a plasma TV owner? Oh yes, I still have one in my bedroom right now. They were great. They were hey, awesome. do, they, do they hold up though? Because I, I don't own one. Yeah, I, I still. A lot of people prefer them to um to the LCDs. There's a big uh, used market for them. They sell for like a lot of money. People are still they're very in demand. Mm. It's uh, pretty amazing. They still offer better uh, better blacks. Uh, 
better contrast ratio than uh, I see. LCD. Something see to be said. There, there's something to be said about that. Maybe yeah. not RIP. <laughs> um, OLED. Well, they don't make them anymore. OLEDs kind of took that place. Um, they're kind of souped up plasmas, but they don't resolve motion quite as well. So a lot of people really prefer the plasmas for that. Interesting. That's as deep as I'll get on that stuff. No, that's pretty cool. No, I like that. You just blew my mind. I'm going to need some, <laughs> some Benjamin Moore paint. Um, the idea that everything on the internet should be treated equally and you'll get the same speed from your ISP, your internet service provider, went out the door with net neutrality in 2010s. And I am suffering from net neutrality. I, my, all of my shit is slower now. And now I have to upgrade all of my uh, devices because net neutrality went away. But then again, I asked myself, how much shit do I have running on Wi-Fi? Like a phone here, a phone there, an iPad, a TV, a computer. I'm like, I have too much shit like going on. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm part of the problem. What do you guys think about that? Chris, what do you think about net neutrality? Um, it's I, Was it officially repealed? I don't think they've really... I don't think they've really... Uh... Well, they rolled back the protections. They rolled back the protection, but they haven't really done anything with it yet. Right. Um, it's still there. Maybe my internet just sucks. Yeah. I mean, you're in LA. You have good options out there, don't you? Getting some gigabit or something. But Yeah, if they're not burned to the ground, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> fires out here. No, but, but yeah, they rolled back the protections, but I do think some of the companies, the ISPs, are uh, taking advantage of that. They're the worst. I mean, yeah, you can't. I don't they know. They do. They're, they're awful. I'm lucky that there's you know. competition. You, what do you have out there in Pennsylvania? I have Fios, Verizon. So, just got gigabit. Fios is good. Yeah, it's fine, but it's only fine because Comcast is here. If Comcast wasn't around, they'd be screwing you over. They're they're the worst. Com is Comcast really as bad as people say they are? No, I mean, it's about as bad as Verizon is now. I might bounce back and forth to take advantage of, you know, an introductory offers, but... See, I got really paranoid. I thought somebody was stealing our Wi-Fi, and I would say to my wife, Jen, I'd be like, uh, yeah, everything's really slow. I think someone's stealing our Wi-Fi. She's like, I, I don't think so. Nobody has the password. I was like, yeah, they're, they're using one of those routers. I've become very paranoid here in L.A. And she's like, I don't think anyone's stealing the Wi-Fi. I'm like, these fucking neighbors. <laughs> and I, I, think I'm just, I think I'm just paranoid. Um, Microsoft Connect was bundled with the Xbox One. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, it was a clever camera system that went out the down the shitter. Fastest toilet. selling video game peripheral of all time. So much so they bundled into the new Xbox, which sank it because it cost $100 more than the PS4. That's crazy. So, it didn't sink the Xbox One, but it really... No, PS4 that's a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look up this second mini real quick, by the way, while you're going through that. Oh, Don't yeah. Me. I think you should tweet us at the underscore podcast listeners... And donate some money to Please. buy Michael a Sega Mini. <laughs> we'll put it together. Well, they really are pitching. This one's marked down from eighty bucks to forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think that's what they're going for right okay. now. It's a I good think deal. Karen, Karen yeah. gets to get you a new New Year's present when she gets back. The X, the, the Sega Mini. I think I'm buy one uh, Google Plus is dead. That went out the door. Google Plus was Google's what answer. What was to that? Facebook. I don't even remember. Most people wouldn't. Wow. Uh, I, Google Plus was face. Uh, was Google's answer to Twitter and social media and Facebook uh, via social media. They were trying to do. Um, they were always trying to spin like services and different things to be different, but it was just never. I don't know, Chris. What do you think about that? It, to uh, me, it was, it was never user friendly. It was just kind of like bulky and not intuitive enough. 
Now I remember trying to get everybody on it too because it was like Gmail had come out not too long. I remember that. You're, and that was hugely popular, and I'm like, oh, Google's going to do social media. This yeah. is shit. And then it was just it was terrible. Never went anywhere. And they tried so many other things. They had a uh, was it Buzz or they've tried multiple social media things. Yeah, uh, Google Buzz. It, <laughs> yeah, it's real. Yeah. It's real bad. So it, I think they're done. I think they're done. And, and you know, a lot of people to... have a New Year's resolution every year to pull their Facebook down. Um, can't be done. And I only use it for the me- yeah. I only use it for the messenger. I really applaud anybody who does. That is surprisingly something that lasted the entire decade. Whereas MySpace didn't even make it into the 2010s. But um, no. f- Facebook made it through the, the all the 2010s. And I have it, but instead of just pulling it down, I just stopped doing anything on there. Yeah, um, I don't think you can even delete your account. What? You can only like deactivate it. Unless you start posting, you can like delete porn. it. You can have them. They'll delete all your information from it. But yeah, I do the same thing. I got rid of it, and I had to get it back just because out here in middle of nowhere, it's the only way to get local news. Like I can't. I have no idea what's going on. Yep. Oh yeah, I mean it is. It does serve its purposes. Uh, barely. Barely. Uh, speaking of Google, though, if you want to know a list of the things that have failed in the past decade that Google tried to do, I shouldn't even say failed. Just things that they did and they pulled. Uh, here's a list. Google Reader, Google Buzz, Google Glass, Project ARA, Nexus Player, Bump, Chromecast Audio, Inbox by Gmail. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Project Tango, Google Now, Alo, Picasa. I know Picasa. Google Wave, Google Goggles, Google Daydream. Um, and there's, I'm not even going to read them all. There's about 30 more of these little Same. projects that Google did that they're like, no, just pull it. They just need to stick to being Google. Gmail. And search engine. That's it. Don't stop at the phones. We're not buying. We don't like the phones. We're not doing it. It's like it's like Google Pixel was a huge disappointment. Don't add raisins. I bought it in Germany, and the guy told me it was the hottest cell phone on the European market, and it didn't even last me a year before the microphone broke on it. Oh really? Talk into the. Oh yeah, I remember that. Pixel. Yeah. Apparently, they go for a lot of money online. I don't know who's buying these, but. Chris, did you ever have Google Glasses? <laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck were they? It was Google Glass. Yeah, there's uh, futuristic little things with the cameras. And then people would see you wearing them and you get punched in the face because people don't want to be recorded. That's yeah. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Uh, Vine, the way the internet mm. changed. Remember Vine was like huge for like a year? For like seven seconds? <laughs> it just died. People were like, hey, you watching my Vine? I'm like, no. No, I'm not. I'm not watching your Vine. I did that for a couple of weeks. It was fun, but it wasn't fun. I, I never used it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for a second. Vine. What's your policy on TikTok? Are you a TikToker? Oh man, Chinese don't fuck with that. It, it, yeah, you don't fuck with that. It's weird, right? Uh, yeah, it just it always seemed weird. Right from the jump, people were were kind of warning about it, and then now I just saw the military banned it, and uh, yeah, yeah. Discardy, do you know about, you know about that? that? The military. Oh, Oh, there's a delay. I guess it's TikTok. That's what we get. <laughs> Fucking with the Chinese. <laughs> the military banned TikTok because of information being shared. Yeah, yeah. They um, they don't. It, it, I guess it's a, it's an app or something where people yeah. in the military just put military shit on there, which I don't get. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, they think it's an opsec violation, and um, I didn't know it existed, so. Whatever. I don't know why that became a thing when you have 
people who are on Instagram. There's like an Instagram page for military babes or something like that. I'm not going to lie. They're really hot. But uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And, I got to check that and, out. And female cops, too. Mm -hmm. So it's all these pretty people in uniform. So I didn't. I don't know why they need a, an app strictly for military people. It, it's a Snapchat, I guess, right? Kind of, yeah. And I think it's a Chinese company, though. And there's all these fears that it's just loaded with... um. Yeah, yeah, like spy software. I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah. TikTok. Um, speaking of hot police officers, funny story. When I first moved to L.A., I was going to a job interview downtown, which is a really weird part of the city. There's like one-way streets all of a sudden. Like it's very confusing to navigate. Even to this day, if I have to go down there, it's it's a mess. It's not like New York, which is an easy grid where you know where you are. It's It's right. weird. It's bizarre. So I'm driving, and I'm going down this one-way street the wrong way. And this beautiful California Highway Patrol woman in a motorcycle pulls up behind me. And I just pulled myself over. And she's like, what are you doing? You're going the wrong way. I said, I know. I'm sorry. Like, I just moved here a week ago. I'm trying to uh, go to this job interview, and I don't know where I am. I'm, like, whatever the offense is, guilty as charged. And she goes, let me see where you're going. Okay, follow, I'll, get, I'll give you a lift. Follow me. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So I get behind her and she puts the lights on and she's like leading me to, to get there. And I was like, this is like the coolest thing. And she's so pretty. And I'm like watching her. And then she, she puts her hand out. She's like, go down this street. And I just kept driving in front of her because I'm like staring at her. And she puts her hand up. She goes, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you're, this is cool. I used to watch Chips. Like, pretty, pretty lady. I'm sorry. She's like, okay, have a good day. I'm like, thanks for not giving me a ticket. I uh, just It was so embarrassing. Yeah, I, I just remember being in Frankfurt Airport, and it was a beautiful Pulitzer. I mean, I, I remember a lot of good-looking Pulitzer in Germany. And oh, yeah. this girl was just, you know, all the stereotypical Aryan looks oh, in the gosh. package. She was so gorgeous. And I even the oh, guys gosh. were all pretty, too. And I'm going, man, you got to win a beauty contest or something to be commissioned here? Yeah. Um, and then you think of the NYPD here, right? You got some some nice looking Puerto Rican cops, but really it's just something kind of sexy about the uniform. But I they are these. nothing, nothing compared to these women. Oh, really? Um, they're probably tall. Yeah, yeah. Those German chicks are like they're built for for speed. Yeah, and comfort. Yeah, beautiful. Pretty girls. amazing. They really are. Um. To wrap up this list, here are some things that are not dead but are on the endangered species list. There is Hotmail. I don't know anyone that still uses Hotmail, but you still see it once in a while. Like, It's the same as MSN. Like my old MSN account that I used for junk mail, you can also log into Hotmail to get it. Yeah, oh. I switched mine to like live.com. That's what I'm yeah. talking on Twitch. Or, uh, Twitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, Twitch. Twitch is good. <laughs> Twitch is good. Um, PlayStation View. Yeah, uh, I think that's. I think that is gone. Oh, or maybe they just announced they were stopping it. Huh. Oh no, you're right. I think it is. iTunes. I don't believe that, but apparently iTunes is on the endangered species list because of uh, Apple no Music. Yeah. And you don't really need. I think about it. when do you need iTunes? They have Apple Podcasts. They have. Uh, I mean, the only thing keeping iTunes alive really is the podcast all streaming on there. Um, <laughs> landline phones I don't know anyone that still has one of those we have one I don't even know the number 
it came bundled into the cable package. I don't know my home number. I was at I my girlfriend's mom's house over the holiday, and one went off, and it scared the shit out of me because I was like, <laughs> I, is... I hadn't heard that in years. Right. <laughs> I don't know my home number. Think about that, though. That's weird. Like my parents' my house, where I was just that's... visiting, they don't have a landline anymore. I think my dad has one in his office for like work or something, but it's never used. You just don't you don't use them ever. It's interesting. Um, Tumblr. I've never used Tumblr. Have you guys ever used Tumblr? Nah, I think that was a little bit after our time. Yeah, Tumblr's CD players and cars. I get that. They're gone. Uh, they're still around. These are things that are still around, but they're they're phasing them out. I don't think my car has one. It's 2019. My, my truck yeah. does. I... Yeah, people don't really need them. Uh, GPSs. Really? What? So Gee. everybody uses their phone or your car, you know? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. Like the stand of them little Tom Toms, remember them? Oh, oh Tom yeah. Tom GPS. I, I thought you meant like, what's the alternative then to GPS? Okay, yeah, I got what you're oh, saying. Oh no, I mean, I mean, like personal yeah. portable GPSs. Yeah, Tom Tom. Yeah, yeah. Most cars have them built in anyway. Um, and the last one on this list are uh, headphone jacks. Yeah, yeah. None of the phones have them anymore. Yeah. Oh, because the wireless, yeah. I, I still like the headphone jacks, only because the wireless ones are just another thing you have to charge. I, yeah. I don't have buds. Yeah, it, they're just annoying. They're like, one more, my I, my iPhone doesn't have it. I have to use a dongle yeah, if I want to use headphones. I have the buds, but they you just have to, it's another thing you have to charge. A brand new Sony headphones I bought, and I'm not going to lie to you. I, was, I had to unplug them and plug them back in because I had this scratchy feedback coming in. Mm. Uh, but actually, just plugging it back in solved the problem. Anyway, I bought these at the airport in Houston, and I was really blown away by the cost. I bought them at a machine, a Best Buy machine. And ha, you actually I'm did that. My, and I'm thinking to myself because I need a new pair of headphones. Uh, and of course, the cheap ass airlines don't give them to you, like they did 20 years ago. And right. um, so I bought it. But I'm standing next to this guy, and he was buying a, a pair of buds, and I said. Perfect. I don't know. They, they don't give you any prices, but I asked the guy, does it cost the same as what you would buy in a store? Probably not, right? I'm probably going to pay $100 for these things if I get them. He goes, no, it's the same as the, as the cost mm. in the store. And they were. They're actually pretty cheap. That's pretty good. I think they were like 20, 30 bucks. 30 bucks, I think. <laughs> Do you guys I expected to pay 75? That's pretty good. And I went into a store, you know, one of those airline kiosks where they were about $60, the same exact pair. Right. Chris, do you travel a lot or get to get on a plane a lot? Uh, I used to. Not so much anymore. But... What do you th what's your opinion on people? I, I don't know why. I just traveled back to Pennsylvania for the mm -hmm. holidays, came back. And I see this every time I travel. There's people at an airport, customers like me, who act like they're regulars there. And I don't, I, I don't understand this. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be it. getting. I a, see it in the admirals' clubs all the time. Yeah, you'll be at. A, I, I was getting a bagel. And there's like these people talking, like, "Hey, Joan, get." These are people with bags right. and suitcases, and they're at a bar. They're like, "Hey, you know, another one. Hey, it's Tony." And I'm like, "Why are you regulars at the airport? Right. Um, what, what is the meaning behind this? I see it. It's weird. It's like, <laughs> come on, you need to be quiet, and like, be uncomfortable and annoyed and obnoxious, not obnoxious like the rest of us. Why do people do this? Chris, what are, what is your thoughts on this? I don't know. I love flying. I get to go Me too. I get to go drink any time of day. Nobody judges yeah. me. 
yeah. sit around. I can read and play video games. Like I would be doing this at home, except right. uh, you yeah, know, it's great. But um, yeah, I don't oh, know. I definitely, had, I definitely had a period there where I was flying so much that I would see the same bartenders. Yeah, like, oh, really. So it's yeah, like, a like frequent flyers, right? <laughs> but not that I remembered them or carried on a relationship. I'm trying to think what the logistics would be to get two people in the same airport like that consistently, where they know each other. But I, I see it sometimes because you know I fly to Philadelphia quite frequently because it's it's the layover from MacArthur not Airport. Boy, you don't. You're on the no fly list. I just got this in from the Pentagon. You are blacklisted. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> and, uh, That's not true. And I, I quite often see at the American Airlines uh, Admirals Club same people because, you know, and I always hope for a long layover from MacArthur to Philly or from wherever I'm going to Philadelphia while I'm waiting to go to Islip. Um, I see the same people quite a lot. And they don't know me by They don't say, hey, Mikey, where are you coming from? Where are you traveling to? But, um, you know, I, I, I'm becoming familiar with faces at least. Uh, what I don't... What I don't like about flying, I guess, is I don't I don't enjoy being on an airplane. Yeah. And this was a yeah. beef I wanted to bring up actually, and you just reminded me of it since we're talking about air travel. So flying back uh, from Houston last week, I went into LaGuardia. Rich people in first class who are too cheap to check their bags. And this mm. guy, oh yeah, they yeah. Hold right. the whole plane. This old guy, an old, an older couple, uh, a middle-aged woman, a greater middle-aged guy, and he's t- he's got to be the first one in the priority seating. I was the second one to board. He's right. got to be the first one. He's putting along. His wife even looks at me and chuckles. and goes, "I'm sorry, he's slow." I'm like, "I can see that." I'm sorry, he's retarded. I don't mean to be insensitive or nothing, but I'm like, you know, maybe we could just get this guy a wheelchair and run him down the ramp. But he's dragging his little bag along, which he was too Aww. cheap to check in. And um, when we get to the, he's in like the second row of first class, and he's taking forever just to put it in the damn overhead. Dick! And I'm, yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah, and you had to be the first one on. You know, it's really convenient for you to be the first guy on the plane to take your time and hold up the rest of the line for a flight that was already delayed. Uh, yeah, it's a nice. And so one thing that's dead and needs to come back. Uh, I personally don't pay for baggage. I get it free, so I guess it's easy for me to say. Uh, but check bags, at least one free. That would free. that would the amount of time we would save with the bullshit getting on would an save money. I don't. Chris, I don't know. Do you think about that. I don't know. I, you know, is it? I think it's just the money thing, or people are just so impatient. They just they want to get in and out. They're so bad. Like I. That's a good I don't point. Because you still see it on a. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I'm with every, you guys. I, I sometimes will get on a plane with if I don't need my laptop bag. Like when I went to Houston, no carry on. And it was great. I, you know, empty handed. It's nice. Oh, yeah. It is you nice. have to sit there and wait. And then by the time we're ready to take off, that's when you get the announcement that's, you know, four or five lucky winners are going to get free check baggage because the planes, you know, there's no room in the overhead. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I, I usually check one because I know I'm bringing back stuff or whatever. Right. But the thing that gets me, that bothers me a lot, is when you're going through a security line and people still forget to take their shoes off. They're holding it up. It's like 9-11 happened almost 20 years ago. Like You should know like how the fuck to go through security now. It's not, right. it's not like the 90s where you can just waltz through. Like You have to take everything off and there's scanners. And there's always that idiot that like goes through with earrings on or 
the shoes on, and you're like, come on, dude. Well, there's a new thing. I, I'm a TSA pre-check. Um, Ooh, an aristocrat. <laughs> but there's something apparently faster than that called clear, which my buddy told me about, which apparently you can use not just at the airports, but all the stadium events, and it's it's even faster. But uh, It's called clear? Clear, yeah. And... Um, but the thing about the TSA pre-check, I get it. Uh, I don't pay for it, but um, most people do. It's really just money. You pay for something, you don't have to take your shoes off. So really, is that making it a lot safer? It's just the money. It goes to show you it's just a money game. Right. No, yeah, 100% a money game. Chris, but, what are your uh, what are your plans for this weekend? Are you going to be doing some drinking? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> What are the plans? How long do this does this charade gonna last of this dry January? We'll you... see. We'll see. I can do it. I've done it before. I I, I have fun. faith in you. I think you can pull it off. But, yeah. No, no, nothing going on this weekend really. Uh thankfully, after all the craziness of the holidays. Does the we'll does the girlfriend not drink with you during this time? She's gonna do it with me. That's it good. That's, idea, but yeah. yeah, that's helpful. Right, right on. I knew a guy that did a drink or have sex or smoke for a year. He was really happy until the day he killed himself. Um, <laughs> it was it was great. It worked out really, really. Now I, I did that. I did that on deployment, and uh, oh yeah, AWOL. <laughs> Chris, uh, speaking of technology and music, we weren't talking about either. I know, but what what axes are you rocking these days? What guitars do you have in your uh, your arsenal? Mm. Um, I. Just grabbed an uh, ESP Chris, Eclipse. That's right. Yeah. Um, has some weird kind of new um, uh, pickup technology in it, and then the name escapes me right now, actually. Um, but I haven't even gotten to play with it much because I was in the process of moving and everything's still kind of boxed up. But I got I to gotta get back into that. I haven't really touched my guitar in a long time. Did you just move recently? Are you in like a new home? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the summer, I did. It's I mean, good. it's not that recently, but it feels like it's still. So. No, no, that's that's recent. That's definitely recent. Um, 2020 is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new decade, and I don't know if you guys feel this way, but is it weird to refer to as the 20s? Because synonymously, I refer to the 20s uh, as the Great Gatsby, Flappers, and it's like uh, that was a hundred years ago. But I um, wonder if there's going to be. Um, a fashion statement, a trend. Yes. Coming up of of neo flappers. There's gonna a be big, the new hipster. Yeah, there's a big New Year's Eve theme. Yeah, I saw that in a lot of pictures. Yeah. What's uh? I'd be on board for that. I'd be on board for the fedoras coming out, and yeah. Although I think it would be abused by the hipsters. I yeah. think hipsters would abuse that and it would ruin it for everybody. Like they do hipsters with exist even more. I feel like they died in the te- teens as well. I hope so. They were um, they were sadly, sadly they're they're still they're taking over in, in in neighborhoods where you wouldn't have even expected. Even Staten Island's gone hipster. It's gone from weirdo to hipster. I want to do a sketch of that where like hipsters start gentrifying and taking over certain spots where you're like, all right, I'm going to a foreign island. It's uncharted. It's not even on maps. And I'm gonna live up my days. There's just some guy with a beanie there and a fedora with like an overpriced. Uh, you know, sustainable coffee, and it's like, "Hey, what's going on? You want some organic grains?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck, you're everywhere. I can't get away." Ah, <laughs> oh, hipsters, hipsters. Oh, I, I feel like 
at least in Los Angeles, they there's there's such a stigma about them. They definitely exist, but they're like they're more pocketed in certain pockets. They're not as like prevalent. Yeah, because people are kind of wising up to the whole sheep. Unless you guys like hipsters, and in that case, I apologize. But I think we're all on the same page. Yes. One word. Really? 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 I'm triggered. All right? I'm <laughs> triggered. I mean, maybe I'm out of style because I don't wear jeans where my ankles are fully exposed, and I don't wear wingtip shoes without socks. You know? Right. Uh uh, that am I a loser? I I think you're a winner, and I think the Dos Equis band summed it up best when it comes to hip, hipsters. Remember the old Dos Equis band? Yes. He said, uh, "If I he's like get rid of the skinny jeans. If I can count the number of coins in your pocket, you better use them to call a tailor." And I thought, good for him, good for Dos Equis for standing up to the skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah. I bought a pair of skinny jeans inadvertently. By accident on Amazon, I, I needed jeans, so I, I bought some. But they were men's like stretch skinny jeans. I didn't read that. I just yeah. And they came in the mail uh, to my work at, at Podcastle Studios, and uh, they were like, people were like, "Are those yours?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, no! This is a mistake. I didn't, I didn't order these. No, these are mine. It's crazy." And then I, I tried them on alone, and it was like. The biggest nut huggers you could see. I, I just, I looked awful and I was like, who would buy this? And I'm a skinny guy. Like, I could rock them if I was a right. douchebag. But I was like, why? These aren't even comfortable. Why would you wear these? I returned them immediately and got my money back. Mm-hmm. But there's there's no redeeming qualities on skinny jeans for men, right. ever. I'm, I'm not talking like not. baggy jeans. I'm like, wear comfortable right. clothes. But like, I'm talking like spandex kind of jeans. Like, why would yeah. you do that? Yeah, for sure. Mm hmm. Unless, unless you guys own them and you like them, I, I, I track. I, mean, having, I, I, I don't understand. You like them. I don't understand elastics at the ankles. These were like elastic at the ankles. Ones. In the nine, I, and in the 90s, you'd have been beat up for something like that. Not that Jenko jeans made you look good. I mean, I'm glad those hopefully never come back. But, yeah. um, you right. know, if you wore anything... Jankos. That was uh, remember the word dick tight. If you were wearing dick tight jeans, yeah, oh, yeah, they're dick tight. Wearing, dick yeah, tight. and those were the days of boxer shorts. And if you weren't wearing boxer shorts that were exposed, you know, uh, you were a target. Right, you were. Yeah, you're describing you in high school. So. Right, <laughs> same here. No, it's um, it's funny though. I do like that girls wear leggings though now that's like a thing because it they look hot i like you know, yeah i like you see girls I like wearing leggings pants. Yeah, i love see, pants if i yeah, can fully um it's the closest thing to a fully exposed butt it's a it's a butt with paint on it yeah it's like the leggings and the 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 pants like yeah. chicks wear them in public and it's like socially acceptable now so you're like nah, it's that's pretty good because even if they don't like particularly maybe look great that was always like put things where they need to be hopefully sue us at me hashtag me too <laughs> at the underscore podcast uh sponsor our sensitivity training at the podcast um but are you guys do you guys like the leggings i mean not that you're That's... looking at other women or anything but like they're, they're, they're oh uh, but i am yeah but they're pretty hot yeah, my wife doesn't listen to this show if i see a print of a thong through those yoga pants those yeah. leggings whatever you want to call them um yeah yeah, pretty good. I'm gonna look. Pretty good. It's funny too. Um, 
another thing that happened in the 2010s, and I'll start with you, Chris. I want to get your opinion on this. I still can't wrap my head around this new occupation of influencer. Okay, uh, boomer. You just take you just take new you just take good photos, right? Uh, I'm not talking about pour, like pour yourself Jenner. out relentlessly. I'm not talking about like the Kardashians who actually own businesses. I'm just talking right. about people that have like sixty thousand tw- Instagram followers, which which isn't a lot, really. <clears throat> Right. And they, they're considered influencers, and that's like their occupation. If you have like 10 million Instagram followers, that is your job. You are a celebrity at that point. I don't care what anyone right. says. You have people following you. That's a celebrity. But it's becoming more and more where people with up to like 50,000, 60,000 Instagram followers are calling themselves influencers. I'm like, you're not really influencing a lot. Right. Do you disagree? I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to wonder what the threshold is there to consider yourself like a real influencer. Because you know, you can say fifty, sixty thousand. If you got to figure if that's that many eyes on a product you're promoting or something, it's not, not too bad. Right. Uh, especially if you can round up a right. few dozen of them. But I don't, I don't know. Not I defending that, my style. Is you know, it's influ- it's motivating. Maybe even better than influencing. It's motivating. You know, because everybody's New Year's resolution. So particularly time this time of year, everybody wants to get a better body. So you go to not the search. You go to the magnifying glass on Instagram, and it's a hundred different little thumbnails mm. of people's bodybuilding pictures. Right. And I guess that's a little motivating to me, but at the same time, I look at some of these people, and I'm like, don't you do anything else but work? I mean, do you have <laughs> any life outside of yourself oh, and the, the mirror at the gym? Right, it is the. You know, I, they're so big, some of them that I don't even want to be that big. Like that's too big. No, they're like a piece of machinery, and you know their nuts are like the size of baby carrots from all those steroids. Right. I don't know. I and agree. There's so many hot women in the world that don't go for guys like that. You know, guys no. like that usually get other women, uh, female bodybuilders, and they're not really. I don't. I don't go for. Oh, children. hideous. Yeah. Um, Chris, what do you think? Yeah, and what do you do uh, when that falls through? You know, you're not going to look like that forever. You're not, right. not exactly future-proofing your career there. No. I, it's, it's amazing to me. Yeah, and Not it's to mention you build, it on the, you build it on something like Instagram or something. That shit goes away eventually. Like, everything you're doing could just be taken away. Those people who make their living on YouTube, it's, like, amazing to me that you're piggybacking so much on this other fickle thing that could just go away or get regulated. And it's, like, amazing. Oh, yeah. And that oh, happens, God. too. I got, a, I got an old buddy of mine, and I don't know if he's listening. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I don't know if he listens to the show or whatever. So if he does, I'm sorry, dude. But he's Preach. on social media. He's in great shape. I know he juices. Um, I haven't talked to him in years. I knew he used to juice way back when, and I'm it's pretty big. sure he does now. Because in his now in his early 40s, he looks more cut up than he did in his early 20s. But he does work out. But yeah. aside from that, all he does is bitch, complain, and feel sorry for himself on social media. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he got sick. I, I read wow. that's the only way I keep in touch with the guy. I watch him on, on social media, and I saw that he got sick. Sucks I've been sick on the holidays. But he's calling people out, and he's going, I know there's plenty of you in the world that wish this on me. I'll oh. bet you're having a big laugh. And I'm like, bro, you are 40 years old. Yeah, he's got to get off the social media. That's Good. weird. God. Loser. And he's got a lot of followers because he is, uh, in a sense, in the entertainment industry. And I won't say anything beyond that. But he is in the entertainment industry in some capacity. 
So he's got a following, but I noticed a lot of people, I think he's expecting a lot of people to just gush over him and, and, you know, cheer him on, feel sorry for, pat him on the back. And I noticed they're not doing it. And maybe Hmm. like me that they're reading it and they keep scrolling and like, are you talking about me? (laughs) (laughs) He's in the entertainment industry, kind of, and he wants people to, (laughs) I get it. Um, yeah, no. a really chiseled, juiced body. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. No, I, I get it though. I, I'd be the same way you are. You see and that? This is like, another you're like thing. forty, dude. Come on. Um, I don't. I I don't want to talk about people. I. I but there's another Do guy it. that I happen Do to it. like. Do it. Uh, Sewers. Sewers. <laughs> so no, hold on. No last names. Just here. It's an entertainment um, show. We we were just kidding. We can say anything we want. A buddy of mine, I heard from him uh, just before the new year. Good guy. You don't get to see him much. But I I try to see him, gosh, not even once a year. Maybe once every other year. He, he uh, will get a drink in the city. But um, he wrote me to say, hey, what's up, bud? And I love hearing from people that I haven't heard in a long time. Whether it's, you know, people I was, you know, there's a buddy of mine I, I was in Germany with. And I uh, heard from him a couple of weeks ago. I hadn't heard from him in a long time. Uh, and this one guy uh, reached out to me, and I thought, wow, that's nice. He um, he was thinking of me. No homo. So he, he writes me to ask yeah. what I'm up to where I'm living. And I said, you know, I bought a house out east, and um, he was hoping I was still living in Manhattan because he was hoping I needed a roommate. Now, um the conversation really didn't go beyond that. Do I need a room? He was like, I was thinking of you. Do you need it? But it, it, I said, how the hell are you? Good to hear from you. And it goes into the living situation and uh, was wondering if you need a roommate. Oh, so you were thinking about me because you want. So he's a really good guy. I really am not talking trash about this guy. But at the same time, I want to get your perspective on this. Um, he... He's been talking for years. I mean years, as long as I've known him, about moving to the city. He wants to live in Manhattan. I keep on, And he says he's going to do it. He's always on social media saying, He's a I'm liar. Moving to, I'm moving to NYC this summer. I'm moving to NYC. I, I believe he lives in Jersey now. Uh, is, um, I, think he recently, I know he's from New Jersey. I think he recently moved back. So Jersey, yeah. 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 And um, he, I, I, I'm always like, yeah, do it. Go, you know, do find it. Find a way. <laughs> People do. Ne'er do wells move into the five boroughs on a daily basis. Some of them are totally aimless, but they find a way. And uh, he hasn't done it yet, but he keeps saying he's going to do it. And he's not ever he going to do it. Seem, yeah, he just can't seem to find a way. But I'm talking to him, and I try to talk him out of it. I said, "Bro, you don't live that far. How far is your commute to the city? An hour, two tops." Yeah, um, it's too expensive. He, but he wants to act full time, and the only way that he could do it, he thinks, is if he that's a pipe do it. dream. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I said, I mean, no offense, but like, I'm like, bro, you're almost fifty. I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> I'm like, like you just is, can't do it. I, I want to tell him as a buddy, though. I don't want to insult. You know, he does little bit parts here and there in indies, and I, I said, good for you. It's more than I'm doing. Um, I don't do that stuff Have anymore. Come to LA. Nobody works here. And I was gonna say that to him too. Just move to LA. Nobody works, but somehow everybody is able to afford an apartment. Right. So nobody I works. Say that to him, but he loves New York. Uh, he wants to be in New York. I'm like, dude, I get it. But if you're not gonna do it, 
Um, don't be, you're, you're going to kill yourself here trying to uh, accomplish what could very well be a pipe dream. I don't know. You got my support. If you want to perform, great. But it's it's so much more. He just wants to be in the city. He's every time he takes a photo. He, but I said, you're in the city all the time, dude. Yeah. And every time he does, he takes a photo of like I'm in New York. I'm in New York. So you obviously go frequently enough. Um, you don't live that far away. But no. At the same time, I'm like, bro, you're almost fifty. You no. should planning for. Okay, he's got to kill yourself. To, to, to <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> No, no, he should, uh, plan, no, on, he should plan on a job. Yeah, no. No, yeah. retirement. Think about how, what's the exit strategy to not have to work. Well, there's uh, a point, I think, where you get to a certain age. I'm not saying abandoned dreams or anything, but you have to be realistic. Well, I want to say grow up, kind of, but he's yeah. good. I don't want to insult like, be, him. I want to say it in a positive, constructive way. Yeah, like if you're, Is there a way to do that? If you're 50, unless you're like some character actor that's in all these, that can get all this work. And you're still trying to be an actor. You should probably like switch gears and be like, uh, "I'm going to be a producer," or "I'm yeah. going to be like something behind the scenes on the set." But yeah. Yeah, I see that a lot in L.A. People are like, you know, these 45 year old women, and they're, they're beautiful. It's nothing against them, but women don't have a long shelf life in right. Hollywood. I mean, there's like what three, maybe five. You can count on one hand famous actresses past 50. That are still like getting roles like that. There's just there's not a lot. Well, uh, I, I mean, there's not a whole lot of shelf life for some of these relationships too. He, I, I know he, um, he, we were bullshit for a little while. He told me he was dating a new girl, and I saw a picture of her. She's very pretty, and I said, you know, maybe channel your focus towards that. You know, he was married. Right. Once before. Uh, I want to see him happy, get another bride, and and settle down. Um, yeah. Focus on that. Focus on but, that. You know. To move to talk about, you know, people in their late forties don't think about moving to New York City. Most of us move out. You know, right. I told them personally. I said, "What do you want to move there with this bonehead of a mayor that they have?" Right. Um, the break. Yeah, they want to break know. out. They, they, uh, it's 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 not feasible. You know, set the set the set the bar a little low, a little low. So, am I happy. a dick? And how do you how do you broach that subject? Where you're trying to be constructive and say you lie, you just gotta... make up stuff. Hey, I'm thinking of moving to Riverdale in the Bronx. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you feel like your car broken into every night. Really? Yeah. I did that recently with a guy. He's been on the show before. His name's Brett. He's a good, good enough guy. He's movies with Brett Biscardi. We've had him on. I don't know the guy. I've never met him though. He's one of John's friends. He's been on, but he's moving to L.A. and he messaged right. me. Hey, I'm going to be in town this week and that and that. And all I'm thinking is like, oh, great. Another fucking commuter adding to traffic. <laughs> um, but I was like, going to be a nice guy. But the guy has no clue at all. He's like, I want to move somewhere, you know, 30 miles within the studios. And I said, that's all of L.A. Like, L.A. is not 30 miles long. It's all within right, the studios. Right. And, but then I, I try to like be really constructive with him. I said, I can like help you out, like areas to move and advice. But if you think you're coming out here, which he does, and just going to like, show up at the studios at Warner Brothers and get a job. I was like, that'll never happen. That's Nothing's even filmed here anymore. It's filmed in Georgia or right. Toronto. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I, felt, I really felt bad for this guy because he's like mid-40s, maybe early 40s, and has no idea and just thinks he's going to show up on a plane, 
like Jim Carrey said in his bit. He's like, oh, I, I moved to L.A. and just thought producers would be at the baggage claim giving me scripts. And he just <laughs> right. thinks like he's just going to show up and like make it. And I'm but like, that's, you're yeah, setting and that's yourself everybody, up, dude. Right. That's everybody's dream. Um, so expensive. Like you're not you're going to be you're going to be like homeless. You know, you and that's yes. That well, these movie stars. What was it? They uh, showed up with twenty dollars in their pocket or whatever. And yeah, they made it. Uh, and that's great. They were one out of uh, a picking of a thousand who did. Oh, a million. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, you you read most of their stories, and it's just luck, or they just oh, happen they... to find somebody. If in a female's case, they found happen to find somebody who knew Harvey Weinstein, or got boned, or they don't make it, and they end up in the porn industry, which is why <laughs> California is. The head of the porn, the porn capital of the world, because people come out here, these beautiful actresses, they don't find work and they need money, and they're like, "Man, eh, I guess I'll suck a dick for." You no, know, I got, grand. <laughs> I got a message recently from a producer or director. I don't know what he's from. A producer, a, fil- a filmmaker, and it was for some web series, and the guy found me, and he emailed me. I guess I had a profile maybe on one of the castings that I don't pay for them anymore, so I can't respond to castings. But I guess I still have a profile, and it's very rare that anybody would contact me. But he did, and asked me to read for a part, and I wrote back, said, yeah, where, you got sides? What's You got a trailer or something? And I wrote him, and the guy never got back to me. It's like two weeks later, I, I never heard I back to him. So, well, all right, I don't care. You called me. Um, yeah. Right. But, you know, the, the point I'm getting at is I would have probably done it not thinking it's it's going to do anything more for me than, you know, it's a hobby. But my buddy wants to do it full time. And I'm kind of like, you know, I just I get it. But this is first of all, what do you think of somebody saying I I was thinking about you just want to see what's up, but really just want to see if you needed a roommate, like how should I take that? Yeah, I would just say, uh, that's a tough call because, uh, it depends on, on the person itself, I guess. Like how it's a great people guy. get offended. Really easily. nice guy. But yeah, I don't want to sound like, Oh, that's all you gave a shit about. But yeah. the conversation didn't go past that. All mm. he, we talked about was, you know, once he, he realized that I don't need a roommate, I have a, you know, house and a wife. Start uh, asking him for money. Be like, hey, money's really tough. Like, if you can spend, like, two grand a month helping us out, you can live here. You know, that, that dries up people real quick. Yeah. Don't you think, Chris? Like, yeah, that's a good plan. Start putting them on that, on that end of the spectrum. I remember um, I was out with him a few years back. We were, uh, we were, we were at a... Very, I'm not going to plug it, but a very famous Midtown restaurant. Very expensive one. He's a regular. Actually. Sparks. He's, believe it or not, this is a place that uh, is for the wealthy, well-to-dos, not Sparks. Um, but it is a steakhouse. And mm. it caters to a lot of the Wall Street muckety-mucks and people who have money or people who have a lot of credit. But anyway, he's one of their favorite customers. He's been going there for years. And he tells me all the time, he's like, you know, I'm not your garden variety client. In this place, I am. Uh, I, they know I probably don't belong here, is what he said to me. But they love him, and uh, he actually gets a lot of free drinks. Anyway, we were talking a, a few years back. Uh, we meet this girl that uh, we asked to sit at our table. She was really pretty, pretty blonde girl, and I don't want to say they were hitting it off, but you know they were talking. 
But I could see he was like rushing into. He was asked like where she lived, how long she had lived there, and and I could see that he was hoping that something would kick off so he could move in with her and have an apartment in the city. And I was kind of like, oh, no, yeah. wow. push it, buddy. Not not like you. That can't happen. Nope. You know, that definitely nope. Happen. Nope. Don't push that envelope. And I don't think he ever heard from the young lady again. But. That doesn't work as a pickup line. <laughs> hey, can I move <laughs> <in> with you? <laughs> anyway, he didn't do that, but he had a private conversation with me afterwards. I got gotcha. you. Maybe this is it, you know? Like, and I want to say, dude, you know, come on, bro. Is yeah. it important to you? You know, you only live, I don't know, fifty miles away, wherever he lives. Um, so anyway, I was kind of like, how should I take that? Uh, I hadn't heard from him in a long time, and. When he found out that I uh, don't need, I don't have an apartment where I need a roommate. There was nothing else to talk about. But I said to him, "Hey, man, I'd love to see you. Let's get together. Grab a glass of wine. Grab a beer." And um, he was grab like, some yeah, weed." Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Sure, but um, I could tell it was kind of like, "Okay, I'm done with this conversation." It's shitty. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I if you're agree. gonna go fishing, at least uh, buy a drink, somebody, do something. Yeah. yeah, if you're gonna go fishing, make sure you, you're prepared to get a little wet. <laughs> you know? Um, or, and make sure if you go in the water, they don't have their period. I mean, make just make sure that you're a gentleman on, on the thing. Uh, before we wrap up tonight's show, I want to uh, ask you guys a couple of questions. In 2020, there's a lot of Michael and I were talking, Chris, before you came on about resolutions. Uh, and then when you were on, we, we mentioned New Year's resolutions and things like that. Um, it's the same thing every year. People are always like, I'm going to get to the gym. I'm going to be more fiscally responsible. Um, it's all bullshit, really. They last, for most people, last like five days, which is why gyms capitalize on that. They're like, get this deal, eight bucks a month, but you'll be paying every month for, for 24 months. Um, I want to ask you guys, I've, I wrote these down. I have a series of New Year's resolutions that people apply, and I want to see what your take is on this, if it's uh, a good cause, legitimate, or if it's bullshit. The first one is the obvious. Michael, I'll start with you. Going to the gym for New Year's resolution. What do you think about this endeavor? I mean, you pretty much took the words out of my mouth. It's the obvious. It's the cliché. Uh, I'd like to do more of it. I do less of the. I go to the gym, but I do less of it now because of my busy schedule. Unfortunately, my New Year's resolution will most likely not be. Even though I'd like to, I'd like to get back into martial arts, but I don't have the schedule that doesn't permit. Um, martial arts. And and uh, you know, a lot of people would say to me, "Excuses, excuses. You're making excuses." But sometimes it's a legitimate excuse. You got to make money, and I'm not an Instagram. An, an Instagrammer with uh, two hundred thousand followers. Looking Not at my yet. Body. Oh, all right, so that makes sense. It's cliche. Agreed. Do, but get to the gym, take care, or just exercise. Doesn't have to necessarily be in gym. Just exercise. Yeah. You know, when the weather warms up, go walk somewhere. Yeah, take a walk. What about you, Chris? What do you think about the the, the healthy gym resolution? <sighs> I mean. I don't know. It's it's good. I guess it's admirable, but mostly I get annoyed just because then the gyms fill up. And if I got to wait for a machine, I'm like, yeah. damn you people. Yeah. And it, it's really like, and also, I don't know. 
eat better. That's 90% of it. If you want to lose weight, yeah. Uh, you know, right. going to Planet Fitness and lazily picking up a five pound weight a couple times. I'm going to do it. Why listening to Eminem's Lose Yourself? It's like, I'm yes. changing my mind. <laughs> um, moving forward, Chris, with you, and this might be a loaded question given your situation Uh-oh. this month, but uh, the resolution I'm seeing a lot too, and this is trending. I have a list here. Uh, according to our research polls of what's trending is, is not drinking as much in the new year. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's speaking. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think it's good. Um, you know, my, my condition is I'm actually like, uh, drinking so much it's like causing health problems a little bit so i'm, oh, tr- yeah, I'm no, trying to be good. very serious a little bit but um oh yeah no, but that's uh good. you know i don't know your liver's healthy it'll bounce back but uh i think that's you know it's a good one but some people get like they're like oh i have i have two wine spritzers on the weekend i'm gonna cut it down to one it's like relax just yeah yeah two yeah. wine spritzers i wouldn't even drink because i would be so agitated from not being able to have more booze that that would be like an insult <laughs> i know I know people who like, I mean, I, it's fine, I guess. I get kind of annoyed. I see people that like, you know, yeah. I know people who have gotten sober and like they post about it and stuff all the time. And then like you, you have just like a few beers like a week. Like it's, it's just really odd. And like there's people out there really struggling. And uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just weird to me. But that's a good call. Just me being a dick. No, no, no. That's true. I agree 100%. Michael, what do you think about the, uh, I'm going to cut down the drinking. In 2020, when it makes some change, usually they're drunk. Yeah, it's your idea. Like, oh, it depends changes. on what your idea is is of of cut down is. Um, this is not even a New Year's resolution. I just cut down on things like hard liquor. Um, I can't remember the last Manhattan I ever had. You know, oh. people will buy me shots uh, at a bar, which is you know I should really resolve Root to do down. less Root of that down. only because when people buy you shots. It's implied that you'll pick up another round. You know, when you're a regular at a bar, um, like I've been for my life, you're expected to pick up another round. That's expensive. Um, So I feel bad taking shots because I I, I won't turn it down unless I know I'm driving and I've had too many. But most times I'm going to take one. But at the same time, I'm thinking, you know what? I don't want to be indebted to people. Mm. Uh, that's right. They're not cheap, mostly. right? They're so not it's because like it's bus. not just buying one for another person. I can easily do that, but you're expected to buy four or five people around to all drink together and you know knock back ten dollars, seven to ten dollars, uh, depending on where you live. Uh, and, and it's gone in a second just to get a buzz, but um, it depends on what cutting down is. One time, uh, I think I told you this. I went to one AA meeting, and this wasn't wow. like a small meeting of, you know, 14, 15 people in a circle of school chairs and a classroom. Hi, this my name is Matt. Atticus, a, this was a at a cathedral on Park yeah. Avenue, and it was oh. packed to the brim uh, like it was Christmas. Wow. And we start listening to people's stories, people who were visiting to, sh- to share their stories. Yeah. And, and I had some people coming up to me, how long have you been sober? And I said, I don't know, four hours. And my, uh, <laughs> the guy who, who asked me to join him, uh, he was a sponsor. He's a recovered alcoholic, and he didn't yeah. uh, 
Tell me you didn't have a drink since like the early 90s. A few years old with me. Yeah, it's true. Anyway. Um, he was telling people, oh, no, he's not interested in getting sober. And that kind of insulted me. Yeah, that's insulting. You should never say that at an AA meeting because they. Yes. That, right, one of the crux of AA they, is not to judge other people, not to right. um, self-identify with them. And that's the thing. They don't mean to be judgmental, but the way that they're wording it is completely. Um, they live in a bubble, I guess. AA people, you know, their lingo is their they lingo. Do. They yeah. don't understand how we might interpret something. Um, cause our common language is different. Their common language is sobriety, sobriety, sobriety. To me, sobriety is if I don't have a drink in 24 hours, I don't have any alcohol in my system. I am sober to them. Sober is you do for not touch your life. For the rest of your life. Right. So I was a little bit salty by that, but I start listening to other people's stories. There was this girl talking about how, uh, you know, she was showing up drunk on strangers doorsteps or whatever, you know. Typical story you'd hear from uh, really, really alcoholics. What I thought to myself as I'm listening to these stories, I am not like, I've done plenty of stupid things drunk for which I'm ashamed of. I don't get drunk anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am not as bad as you, never was. Right. And and so you definitely shouldn't be taking another drink in your life. Uh, But as as Christopher just said, health reasons. You want to, you know, make sure that your liver uh, can repair itself. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to overload it, set it, put it into overdrive, and you know, you're revving way too high. You, you got to give it time to relax. Yeah. So for health reasons, everybody should cut down a little bit. And I'm pretty much just beer and wine now, anyway. Yeah. No, I'm. I I've only cut down to beer. I'm up to sixty beers a day, but it's only. <laughs> no, that's that's a good answer, and I agree with that one. Uh, Christopher, back to you. Another resolution that is trending in 2020. This one's interesting to me. Is to volunteer more at an organization uh, or something. I don't know whether it's church or a nonprofit. But w- what are your thoughts on the volunteering? And by the way, I'm asking this question. It's not. We're not listeners. We're not judging. Like. If you want to do any of these things, those are all great, and we wish you luck. It's just oh yeah, of course. It's, it's more of the conversation of people saying they're going to do things in a drunken stupor on New Year's Eve and never following through. So, what do you think the volunteering has to do with it? Is that like a realistic resolution for people? You know, I don't know. I don't know many people that volunteer. I think that's great if you do. Um, yeah. I I wish I would do some, um, but I'm lazy. Uh, it's tough. How do I make an interesting comment out of this? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know many people that do it. I don't either. Do you? I don't. No, I don't. And I think if something was really passionate to you, you would already be doing it. Is my kind of thought. If that's why it's interesting that volunteering is trending on 2020. It's like if you really cared about that, it's like the people that volunteer at a soup kitchen on Christmas Day only. Like that's great, or Thanksgiving. But <laughs> any shelter will tell you we need people in January the most when. Right. People don't show up. Uh, so it's interesting the volunteering's on this list to me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, volunteering. Uh, number f- the next one on the list, Michael, I'll get your, your opinionation on, on this one, is spending more responsibly. 
or maybe not spending at all, but it's fiscally being more fiscally responsible. How realistic is that for New Year's resolutions in 2020? If you are a homeowner, it's not very realistic. If you were a hobo, I was like, whoa, got to edit this out. Yes. Um, Oh, yeah. I have been very, it depends on how you look at it. Some might say I've been very fiscally irresponsible. Um, (laughs) I was at a Christmas party with some people telling about all the uh, porcelain tile I included in my kitchen and laundry room and foyer that I had imported from Spain because I didn't want to buy the stuff at Home Depot. Um, And they all kind of laughed and, you know, said, what the hell, what are you crazy? How much did you spend on that? But it looks good. And I like um, some people will say home improvement. It's never a bad investment. And yeah, that's true to an extent, but um, you're only going to get so much money back. So if you're going to invest a lot of money, which most people do in their homes, I mean, the most fiscally irresponsible thing I ever did was the stock market. That was stupid. Um, Yikes. And I got out. But when it comes to home ownership, uh, what some people might call fiscally irresponsible, as long as you're happy, you're going to make it either your forever home. If you're looking for a quick flip, um, you got to be practical and, and buy cheap stuff, and you have to do your math right. You got to get your money right. But me, you know what? If I spend $14,000 on Anderson Windows, which I did. That's a uh, lot. That's a lot of fucking money for Windows. Uh, and I did it on credit. Wow. Any more expensive. Yeah, they, these yeah. Were expensive. And I didn't even do the whole house. This Anderson the... Windows, Matthew. <laughs> you can see everywhere. <laughs> They're airtight. You can see the air not coming in. We're making Chris, we're what making the fun hell of am I missing? We're making fun of my brother in law my ex brother in law, Michael not Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> yeah, no, he looks like Waldo. He's my ex brother in law. He's Separated from my sister, but he looks like Waldo from Where's Waldo? He looks just like him with the glasses, and he talks like <laughs> you would think Waldo would speak. And he's like, and I'll say things like, "Hey, Chris, what are you? Or Chris, hey, Mike, what are you reading? You know?" And he goes, "You wouldn't understand. It's a book on thermonuclear timeshare, Matthew." Oh, and I'll God. go, "And you wouldn't understand how to get laid by the time you're eighteen. <laughs> understand how to keep a marriage together." Right. Exactly. Yeah, but we'll make fun of him. Goes- you're about to be fired from your own wedding. I'm like, why can't I fire you from being here? No one invited. I never hired you to be here. Michael, you're a loser. I I I could tell your sister. Yeah, well, I could kick your ass. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, Matthew. Oh man. But that's who. That's. But the glasses were huge, and I I think glasses are cool. I'm not making fun of glasses, but they were like magnifying glasses and it was like an owl that was like who are you that's that's where that genesis comes from so my apologies it's an excellent character chris uh the i'm going to ask you guys both this last new year's resolution of the year and this one is important uh but i don't know how practical people take this and then we'll wrap it up i know it's getting late there for you guys uh chris we'll, we'll start this one with you being kinder to people is a resolution that is number four of twenty twenty. I keep trying to want to come up with some funny witty response, but I don't have that. Um, that's I don't know. That's great. I think obviously, the world could use a little bit more of that right now. Um, it's something I've tried to make a big stance in my uh, later in life. I don't know if you remember. Uh, I guess I didn't really talk too much back then. I went through a real angry 
phase for a long time. And then yeah, I feel like you shot my dad. I remember <laughs> it was bad. He lived. Yeah, um, he's alive. And I, then, do, I, I do. I do. Yeah, I was just I don't know. And I was tr- kind of doing it up for laughs, but it was everything was negative and bitching about stuff. And and then I feel like the rest of the world kind of caught up. And I was like, oh, my God, is this how I come off like uh, all this? It's awful. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, just for my bitter. own mental health. Yeah, I've been trying to trying to be oh, nicer. You're a nice guy. I think you're very nice. I don't think you have negative energy coming out of you. Eh, sometimes. We'll see. Don't we all? Wait till the end of this month when I need a drink. Oh, yeah. No, that'll be, yeah, that's 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 the true challenge is take away the, the booze and the substances during, you know, for a short time. In the short run, that can get pretty, pretty itchy. Oh, well, I, I eat an edible, so. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. Hey, you're <laughs> flying right now. Oh, yeah, edibles are good. Oh, that's a loophole. Edibles. Dry mouth January. Yeah, dry mouth. Hot <laughs> mouth January. No, it's good. Uh, no, I, I respect that. That's The world needs a little more, like, kindness right now. People are very quick to... Say yeah, I wish I had something funny to say. No, no, that's that's good. There's nothing funny about kindness. Only be nice seriousness. Be nice to people. Michael, what do you? Michael's like, yeah, fuck you guys. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess he's not being kind to people. What do you think about that, Michael? The year's resolution number four that people are trending on 2020 is I'm going to be kinder to people. What kind of asshole are you that you need to be kinder? You should be kind anyway. You don't have to be kissing ass, but maybe. Uh, don't be a dick. I, I don't know. The I don't know where that comes from. Worse than people. It does. It's Facebook so is the awful. worst. That's why I had to get rid of Facebook. I just if can't. You, oh, yeah. yeah. If you ever want to lose faith in humanity, just read the comment section on any article on social media, YouTube right. video, ever. It's just like it's the worst of humanity. Who's putting their energy into that? It, I don't understand. It's terrible. Agreed. What do you think, Michael? I think the better way to put it is I'm trying to be more tolerant of people, but it's just so hard. Oh, yeah. When, like, today, I'm coming off the goddamn subway, and I'm in the middle of Penn Station, and there's this asshole watching his phone, because he can't pause the program as if it's live television. And, you know, you got to make the next train. Um, You're rushing to get to the next train. And this guy's taking his fucking time. Oh, yeah. Like he's, oh, my God. Oh, no, that's, that's annoying. And, you know, this is the middle of pedestrian rush hour here. Little things like that really piss me oh, off. Oh, you're no, that's annoying. There. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, that's justified. I Any mentioned, public I cell phone the old man taking his sweet time on the airplane in first class. You know, rich people think they're entitled to hold up the whole plane. Um, I. No, that's annoying. Uh, I don't think I'm as negative as people portray me to be, but if that's yeah. how you portray it, I'm, I'm not going to change. You're let's, not negative. Let's, it's, let's face facts. I'm not going to change. All the things you said are valid. Anybody holding up strangers in a public scenario is obnoxious. People being completely inconsiderate is a whole different thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I yeah. try to be more tolerant. But Tol- you know, That's I, a good I, word. I had a woman say to me, um, everybody annoys you. And, I, and I'll give you another example. Um, <laughs> There is a project that uh, I am working on, let's just say. Blair Witch Project. I'm doing doing something right now. It involves reviewing paperwork of people. Part of the paperwork, it's it's very standard for just about anybody. I'm confident that all three of us here 
uh, registered with the Selective Service, and we did so when we were 18 years old, as we were instructed to do. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I need, let's call them volunteers for this project that I'm working on, but part of that requirement is that they are registered for the Selective Service. If they're not, they have to provide an excuse letter. And if they don't, they're not qualified to be on the team. So uh, the excuses like that I shit. get, the excuses that I get, are my mother's so sick. incredibly retarded. One of them was, you know, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness. I never heard about the Selective Service because my mom and dad never wanted me to be in the military, and I had to abide by their rules. Oh God! So. Uh, they wouldn't let me Conscience do it. Conscientious And I said, "All right, that's one thing, but you can't say you never. You um, your parents didn't let you register. You were 18 years old, and you're not under the care of your parents at that point. So that's one of them. The other ones are just you know total ignoramus. I I never heard of this selective service thingy, and uh, uh, I'd never heard of it till now. And I'm like 35 years old, and you look at their email, and the email is something stupid, like... Hotmail? Uh, yeah, like big pimping at, at, at Abe.com. Right. Right. Matt McCrabs at AOL.com. <laughs> right, Matt McCrabs at AOL. <laughs> and so they got all these dumb excuses. And there was... This guy was really precious. Now, this particular guy that I was trying to put together into, um, into the project... Uh, this is nothing military related, by the way. I'm not doing a, I'm not staging a coup. It's a project. Sounds like the Fourth um, Reich. But <laughs> um, it's just part of the requirements. Anyway, so this one guy is well into his 50s. And he provides a legitimate excuse for not registering with the Selective Service. He didn't have to. Because he was born prior to 1959. He didn't have to register. So I don't need an excuse from this guy. But he can't understand why he's not part of the project yet. He, he accused uh, the team developers, let's just say, myself included. Um, he accused us of being racist against intelligent white guys and all we were looking for. In other words, he was accusing us of only being interested Racist. in service registrants because we only wanted dumb veterans or something like that. But um, that's a take. Yeah. But he, this is this was the mother of all excuses. He starts giving me an excuse as to why he didn't go to Vietnam, and he goes, "I really wanted to join, you know. I really wanted to go, but I was never drafted, and then college got in the way, and, and <laughs> politics and all this stuff. And this is being written to me, by the way. He was writing like he was speaking. Right. Said, Probably in all caps. I said, "That's wonderful, sir." So I write the guy back, and I said, "Look, uh." Okay, I don't need to know all this. And he's like, don't come up with excuses. It makes your organization look really bad. I said, sir, I'm not making an excuse for you. All I've done was read your excuses as to why you didn't go to Vietnam because you weren't drafted. But I'm pretty sure they had a volunteer army back then. You didn't have to wait to get drafted. But whatever, that has nothing to do with this project. We don't <laughs> care if you've been to Nam or not. He just went on to this whole rant. Um, Sounds like a terrorist to me. You better so what was, so uh, I don't feel that I need to lighten up. And, and somebody uh, told me, you know, oh, everything annoys you. 
there are some things I think I got a right to be annoyed at. There are things that will trigger people that is very validated. And I agree with you, and I agree with Chris, and I think the year's resolution, be kinder to people, is kind of half-assed. I think what you said, be more tolerant of people, is very realistic and a good New Year's resolution. Because people, there's a lot of stupid people in the world. There's people you work with, people that you see, they're just just dumb, and they're just going to piss you off. Because they're just annoying, and they shouldn't be swallowed. I think I do kind things, you know, yes, about volunteering. I volunteer the BFW, let's just say. And that's a good, uh, good deal. When I have the time to do it, my wife doesn't like it. She thinks I just go there on Saturdays to drink with a bunch of 75 year old men. It's kind of the half truth. But uh, you're putting your time in. We volunteer and we do stuff for yeah. helping. Um, that's a good thing. See, yeah. that's like something we can all get behind. And if you happen to have some drinks while you're at it, that's just a plus. You know? It's fine. I agree 100%. That's going to be our show tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you, Chris Hotwalker, for being on the show. Thank you, Michael guys. Biscardi, Matthew Clark. This is the Podcastle. Tweet us at the underscore Podcastle. Check out all the shows for free on iTunes, Roku, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean. And if you're interested in uh, bantering back and forth with us, uh, check us out on Instagram at the Podcastle. That's where all the the good dick pics get get posted. Oh yeah, uh, and it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty okay. Uh, thank you for listening. We will see you again soon and hear you. Good night, everybody. Godspeed.